There is no opening joke this week. There's only one joke I can think of off the top of my head, and that's the Canadian fucking government. Those stupid sexist shit. But seriously, that's the biggest joke right now, anyway. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Not Rich, Just Bored, episode 24. I got that right. Holy crap. I didn't even look that up. Okay, that's a lie. I actually did look that up, 100%. But it is episode 24. I had it in my mind because I was thinking of the show 24 and how good that was. What a product of its time, though, that show. But it was really good. It brought Kiefer Sutherland to the, I guess, the limelight. I don't know what he's doing these days. Probably nothing. What's old Kiefer up to? Let me see what's the last thing he's done. Kiefer. I just Googled Google. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, he's got his own website. KieferSutherland.net. <clears throat> Wait, he was in the Lost Boys? Holy fuck. I'll bet you if I watch the Lost Boys. I haven't watched in a lot of years. But I'll be, bet you if I, uh, if I watch Lost Boys, I would be like, oh, fuck. That is him. But, I don't know, he's pretty old now, so. Oh, yeah, 1966. So he would have been, you know, just out of his mid-20s, something like that. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure Donald Sutherland is his dad. But, yeah, really, he's only done 24, though. But I'll bet you that was enough money to, you know, last him a lifetime. And then, apparently, he's in a show called Designated Survivor. But I don't know what the fuck that's about. Oh, he's also in Stand By Me. Fucking A. These are like classic movies that I need to rewatch. Because do you, do you guys ever get that where you like, you'll watch an old movie and you've watched it like a thousand times, but then you'll be like aware of a certain actor and you're watching and you'll be like, oh, fuck, that's that guy. Like, oh, shit, that's Jay Baruchaler. I've had that like a bunch of times. I can't think of any... Anything off the top of my head besides... Ah, shit. Oh, yeah. Norman Reedus was in uh, Blade 2. He played the guy that was like Blade's assistant, his little truck guy, but then he ends up being a fucking traitor. But literally, it was just Norman Reedus. um, Like, he looked exactly like he did as Daryl. Like, if somebody took a screenshot from Blade 2 and said, yeah, that's Daryl from The Walking Dead, I would have like, yeah, it looks like the same character. Whereas, like, in Boondock Saints, you know, he looks a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, there's also, like, <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think of another one like that where I've noticed somebody in the background. I don't know why, but Aaron Paul is coming to my mind. Because maybe I, maybe I did see him in something. I'm not sure. Either way, that's always a cool thing when you like, you watch something and you're like, oh shit, that's who, that's whoever. Or it's a movie that you haven't watched since they popped off and they're kind of a background character. So that's, I don't know, that's, I, 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 I always think that's cool when, when that happens. But anyways, I was, uh, yeah, the, 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 in the opening there, I was like, I was like, God, the Canadian government's a joke. And I 
<coughs> honestly, I'm just I'm just so fed up right now. I've had such a fucking bad week of just bullshit after bullshit. And, like, I had this whole bullshit from TELUS at first. I know that's not the government, but I'm just explaining that right now out of order. But, yeah, with TELUS, I had a whole fiasco getting my phone. I got the new S22 Ultra. It kicks fucking ass. It's a great phone. But, holy shit, it was hard to obtain because I just did their Bring It Back program, which is no problem. You just bring back your device, and then they then they send you a new one. But... I did it all online, so basically once you get your new phone, you transfer it, then you ship it off to them. But, like, I didn't get my new phone. And I'm like, where the fuck's my phone? They said five to seven business days, and it was, like, 11 business days. And then I'm like, holy fuck. Then I, then I phone them, and they're like, it's at the pharmacy, which is a UPS pickup point. But the stupid-ass UPS driver, when he delivered it, he never emailed me. Or did anything, did any kind of confirmation. He never left a little sticky on my door and telling me that he had come by. So I missed it. And I'm like, whatever, I'll go to the pharmacy and get it. But guess what? Turns out if your package is at a pharmacy, well, a UPS handler's shop for five business days or more, which apparently it was, they send it back to the sender. Return to sender. So, my fucking phone was on its way back to Telus. And Telus is harping on me. Where's our phone? Where's our fucking phone back? And I'm like, well, you guys haven't given me my phone. I, I, I need a new phone first. Son of a bitch. I've been paying for it already for a month. Uh, like, like, on my account, it was already switched over and everything. And I'm already paying for the fucking new phone. But I never got it. So, then this whole complex fucking shitstorm happened. Where I had to set it, I had to tell them that I didn't get it, and then it returned to sender. And then UPS, I was like, "Are you guys gonna do something about this?" I'm like, "Are you guys gonna send it back, or are you gonna give me some sort of a credit?" Because this is bullshit. Your guy didn't leave his fucking. He didn't leave. Because normally, when they fail to deliver, they're supposed to give you a sticky note that they put on your fucking door that says, "Sorry, we missed you, cocksucker," because. Well, let's face it, we're going to always miss you because it's in the middle of the fucking day and people work and have jobs, you stupid idiots. But, sorry, that just, that infuriates me, the fact that, like, they, like, I understand they deliver during the day, but it's like, who the fuck is sitting at home during the day? You know what I mean? We're fucking out working. We got our shit going. But, anyways, sorry, I'm getting angry. But, so they, they did do that, and then my thing got sent back, and then UPS is like, when it's sent back to the shipper, you're going to have to deal with the shipper. I'm like, oh, fuck you. So, like, that guy, that guy was a loser, and he wouldn't do anything for me. So, fuck you, UPS. You suck ass, and I fucking hate you. <laughs> that, that's all I can say about that. But that's just, it's just, it was just one bad mistake by a driver. I'm sure the company as a whole is great. Fucking losers. Anyways, so that happened, and then I phoned Telus, and they're like, "Well, we'll just put the phone back in stock, and then we'll uh, we'll uh, give you back um, your de- like like we'll we'll just start you off with a new device." I'm like, "Okay, fine," but they're like, "Oh, we have to re but we have to refund the other device because I paid for the the upfront fees on my credit card and all that shit." So they're like, oh, well, we'll have to refund that and then we'll reapply it. I'm like, oh, my 
God, just fucking reapply it. Why the fuck do you gotta refund and reapply it? It's the same fucking amount every time, you bastards. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So they had to do that, and they refunded it, and then, then I repaid it. And then blah, 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 I got my phone at long last. The UPS guy, again, failed to deliver it. But this motherfucker, he must have, he must have gotten shit or something. Because he left three fucking sticky notes on my door. In like a triangle. It looked like the Triforce of UPS. He like put three stickers like, sorry I missed you. I'm like, okay, now you're just being a cunt. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So... I, I haven't seen him yet, but if I do see the UPS driver, I'm going to throw a bottle at him or something. Throw a big gulp on his windshield, you know? That's how we do it in Canada. But, but anyway, so I got my new phone, and then that's all fine and dandy. And then I get my... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because it's so funny. It sucks, but it's so funny. I get my phone bill. I'm like, oh, my phone bill. So I open up my Telus app to look at my phone. And my phone bill is $3,885. And I'm like, oh, that high-speed inflation, fuck. <laughs> but I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So it turns out they screwed up the order. And instead of instead of doing the monthly payment plan, whatever the hell, with the bring it back option, they charged the phone to my account. The, the price of both phones, not just one, both phones. Like, as if I just outright bought both phones. And then... <laughs> and then they, they just... That's how they did it. They charged it to my account. But they made it under, like, the monthly fee. So that would have been my monthly fee. And I'm like, oh... I'm like, I have a fucking headache. And I'm like, I hate... I hate... I'm, sh I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure all of you are with me on this. But I fucking hate sitting on hold. I hate it so much. I just, it's, it's, it's a lot easier these days. Cause you know, you could sit your cell phone down and you know, you just got to do something else or you watch a video or you play on your computer, you know, it's a little bit easier, but still, I don't care. It's fucking, it's shitty. Nobody wants to do it. And the, it can be a very long time. And throughout this whole process, I had to wait online like 10 to 15 times. I had to phone people. So, yeah, by the end of it, needless to say, I was a little frustrated. So, I uh, I finally got through to them, and then they're like, oh, yeah, there was a mistake. They had charged the phones to your account, and we got it all figured out now. And I'm like, okay, good. They're like, oh, but that initial fee didn't get recharged yet. But it did get, like, the initial upfront fees, which I paid originally, they got refunded, then paid again. They're refunded again. So now I have to repay that same transaction. Like, I'm pretty sure my credit card company is going to be flagging me for spam or something. They're going to be like, something's going on here. Because he's had the exact same trans transaction happen three times in like three weeks. Something's going on here. This guy's sketchy. But it's the third time. But then... They finally got it out, and I got my normal, I got my good phone, and I swear to God, if my phone bill is anything but normal next fucking, next fucking, you know, month, next cycle, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind, because I am so done with TELUS at this point, and I even told them over the phone, I said, if you guys fuck this up one more time, 
I'm done. I'm going over to Bell. I'm going over Sastel. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'll go somewhere else. Because I, I don't care. I have no loyalty to tell us. Like, I mean, I should say that. Because I do. Because I've fucking been with them for like a decade almost. So they have no loyalty to me. But I even asked the lady. I'm like, I'm like, can you? surely you guys could fucking. Like, I was even thinking maybe if they um, waived the that activation and that whole initial fee if they had waived that like uh like that's what i was thinking i was like what i was like you know the least you guys could do for all my trouble that i've gone through getting this goddamn phone you guys could just say screw making that transaction and just waive it it's only like 200 bucks like it's not much at all just waive it for my trouble and fuck off like that's what a good company would do but they're like, oh, no, we can't do that. We can't give you a credit on your account or anything. Sorry, sorry. You just got to pay it out, right? I'm sorry. Like, fuck. Like, and, and normally, I'm not a greaser like that. I don't like to grease companies, you know, be the guy like, oh, well, you know, like the guy at the at the, the electronic store or the grocery store that goes, he goes up with like, a, you know, a, a game or a DVD player or something, and he's like, well, the price tag was wrong. It said 10 bucks, so I guess it's 10 bucks. You know, that's that's exactly the guy that I'm not. I fucking hate when people are greasers and try to be fucking greasy like that. But for me, this was truly like I've never been more frustrated with a company um, just getting a simple fucking phone. And I know initially it wasn't Telus's fault. It was UPS that failed to deliver. And then failed to let me know that they failed to deliver. But whatever. It's all good now. Hopefully everything's cooled down. And this leads me to my next thing, which is the government. Which I don't know if I don't know if you guys remember. It was a, it was a couple of years ago. Hold on, let me access my vault of information. What was it? Uh oh yeah. We had like a little what was it, a pandemic or something? The world was shut down. The whole world economy got fucked over. Oh, yeah, COVID. That's right. Yeah, it was the corona, the COVID-19, the C-19, SARS-CoV-2, whatever the fuck you call it. There was this global pandemic, right? So what does the government of Canada do? They offer you a benefits package because pretty much everybody got laid off. Pretty much everybody was working from home. Or you were laid off sitting on your ass. Because we didn't know what this thing was. And nobody... Fair enough. Everybody was scared. Right on. So, to expedite the process, the government of Canada did a little thing called CERB. And that's the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit. Cool. Whatever. So what the CERB was, is they would give you this money, right? $2,000. And they would give you that each month. I think it was a month or... But was it bi-weekly? I don't, I don't remember. For me, it was a one-time payment of like $2,000 or whatever. And they shot these out to anybody who applied for EI. Even if you didn't get approved or anything, they shot it out to you because you needed it. So, because it's an emergency, right? So they shot these out and some people got overpaid. Some people... Got underpaid. What? It was a fucking disaster. It sucked ass. But, but either way, 
I only got two grand out of them. That's it. Because I was only on CERB for like under a month. I was back to work like after the first month or whatever it was. And, uh, and so I wasn't off that long, but I still got that initial payment, which I knew. And some people didn't know, but uh, I knew because it's the fucking government. They don't do anything for free. I feel like I've said fuck too much. Sorry, I, I feel like I've used my fuckometer too much. I'm going to have to dial it back. Sorry, guys. But that's it's. I'm excited, okay? It's fine. Just let me do my thing, Dad. But I got to take a sip of water here. Get too excited. Oh, there's some good ASMR for you guys. I'm going to start crunching pickles after this. Next time Ryan's on, when I have a guest or I have Ryan, I'm just going to crunch pickles in the background. But, anyways. So, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, they had the CERB, and, yeah, I only got one payment. That's all I got. I did not get overpaid. I got my one-time payment because I was off for that one month. That was my one-time payment. That's all I got for my EI. And I reported my EI, like, because you had to report every week. You had to do all that shit, whatever. But if you're enrolled in EI, you were automatically enrolled in CERB because that's just how they did it. It was an emergency. So whatever. I got my one-time payment. That's fine. And then the next year, I paid taxes on that. So you paid like, and this is what, oh yeah, this is what I was saying. Because a lot of people didn't know, but like, it is the government. You're going to have to pay taxes on it. They're not going to just let you slide by and just be like, yeah, it's cool. Take the money. Like, it's tax-free, dude. It's fine. TFSA, right out of Justin Trudeau's pockets. No. It's, um, nothing is ever tax-free from the government. So, I knew that I'd have to pay taxes on it, which I did the next year. So, I paid my taxes on it, and then... Which the taxes were like, you know, whatever, 600 bucks or 500 bucks out of it. Some, maybe 400. I, I can't remember. But it was filed on my one taxes, which sucked ass because that's a huge chunk of money. Because it came to you in a form of two grand, which was tax, tax, like untaxed at the time. Like, when you, you know, when you get your pay stub at work, it's taxed. The money that goes into your account has already been taxed. So, you know, if you're used to getting a $500 return on your taxes, this time you're not going to get that. You, you would, you, I would lose that, I think it's four or 500 bucks, whatever they taxed from that CERB, but whatever. But anyway, so in the last coming months in May, I get this letter from the fucking government. There's the F word again. I get this letter from the government and it's saying that I owe that money back. I owe that two grand back. And I'm just like head scratching. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Why do I owe that money back? I thought it was an emergency relief benefit. You know what I mean? Uh, at least that's what I was led to believe. I was led to believe that it was, a, it was to pay your bills 
during a global pandemic that they started, that they fucking, I mean, they didn't start, you know, the pandemic, but they, 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 they shut, they chose to shut everybody down. And I know there's going to be a hundred people out there. If, if anybody listens to this, that are going to be like, well, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about what the politics of it is, whether it was a good idea or a bad idea. I think in hindsight, locking down was a bad idea. I think the financial toll, especially on the global economy, holy shit. I think that killed more people than COVID ever did. So it's... I don't know. I think I think shutting down is the wrong thing to do, but either way, I'm like, why do I owe this two grand back? It it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So I and anybody who knows dealing with I don't know how America is, but in Canada, if you have to contact the if you have to contact the government for anything, you have to go through like their shitty fucking website or phone them. And if you phone them, you're on hold for like at least an hour. And there's no callback option. Nothing like that. It's just like you're dedicated for an hour on the phone. And there's no after hours. Because the government doesn't work on evenings and weekends, those cunts. They only work on 8 to 4, whatever it is. So you have to call them during your goddamn work day, usually on your lunch hour. So they're intruding on your personal time. And, and then you gotta, but then you have to deal with them and then they just tell you that, yeah, you, yeah, you owe the money. They, you don't get anywhere with them. There's no way. Cause they said in the letter they took, sent me originally, they said, if you would like to fight this or you think that this is, uh, uh, an unjust, like if you want to, if you, if you think they're wrong in their presupposition or whatever to that you owe this money basically it's like fighting a ticket i guess but they're like if you if you think that you don't owe this money or you shouldn't owe this money then just this do this and this and we'll phone you and i'm like okay good so i did that but then it's like they did phone me and they even said like like keep your spam protection off on your phone because the government, like we will, we will call you usually on a number that gets that gets tracked as like blocked on those spam. It gets tracked as a spam call. It's like, oh, that's really fucking nice that you're the government, and you and you don't have anything like your your number is registered as a spam number. Like I understand they have unlisted numbers to try to protect themselves. Blah blah blah. Whatever, but like. For fuck's sakes, you gotta let people be able to contact you, and and then don't even get me started on their online services. Their online services are a goddamn joke. You log if you log into their like, I can't remember what the hell it's called. It's like like the CRA and all that stuff. They'll literally if you haven't logged in in like a year or something, they'll lock you out of your account. Like they could just lock you out of your account. Which is good, I guess, for people not getting into your account. But you know what's not good for? Uh, using it around tax time and every other time. Yeah, that's when it's not good. Which is all the fucking time. It's like, you haven't used your account in a year. It's like, yeah, because I use it once a year. At tax time. But then the only way to reactivate it 
Well, you just put your email in, right? And they'll send you an authentication code and you'll be good to go. No. Eh, wrong. You have to <laughs> you have to fucking phone them. And then once you phone them and sit on hold for an hour, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, here's your access code. And then they're all good. Like, I again, I understand security and I understand it's important, especially for that government stuff, because that is very, you know, that has to do with your social insurance number and, you know... All the important information that you don't want stolen, but it they just make it so fucking hard that it's just you don't want to deal with it. And either way, like I never got a call from them back. I never got anything from them back. Nobody nobody phoned me to talk to me about it. So I I don't know. I'm gonna have to get a hold of them somehow, you know, during my fucking work week. During my lunch hour or something where I'm supposed to be relaxing. And I got to sit there on hold with those stupid idiots. And have them explain to me how I owe money. Even though I ha- I only got the two grand. Which I paid. I think I paid 600 taxes actually. It was, I think it was pretty high. But either way. The two grand that I already paid taxes on it. So a chunk of that has already been paid off in taxes. But I owe the whole amount back. I don't know. So something's a little fishy there. So I don't know. I I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. If you guys live in Canada, if you have any horror stories from the the Canadian government, I just think they're fucking ridiculous, man. And and I and you know that's just in general. That's just general. But I could also go to the whole point of how. Things are getting out of control with the fucking liberals right now. And just inflation right now is so... Man. I was at the grocery store the other day. And uh, I was just grabbing some shit for the kids and some stuff for myself. Ah, water break. And yeah, so I'm just grabbing grabbing some groceries, making my rounds and whatnot. And then I, I went by the meat area and I just haven't, I haven't gone to the meat area for a long, quite a while because, you know, I can't afford any of the fucking meat. Like it's, we're in an era right now where between inflation and supply chain bullshit, you know, a steak is like minimum of $25. That's for a shitty steak. Like a New York strip, a shitty New York strip. You're looking at like 25 to 30 bucks. It's ridiculous. And that's Canadian. So, you know, Americans, you could do the conversion. But, you know, there were some nice big T-bone steaks. Thick boys. But they were like $90 for two of them. And, again, I will say they were thick-ass boys. But uh, 90 I, I cannot justify neither. $90 for fucking steak. And like, it's just crazy. Uh, I went, I went by the one bunker and bacon was on sale. And this isn't big bacon. This isn't a big, huge, uh, harvest sun, whatever brand that is. Uh, but you know, Gordon's food service, those big bulk packs. It wasn't that this was just a traditional sleeve of bacon. With like, you know, whatever. Eight to ten pieces of bacon. A standard little sleeve. And it was on sale. On sale. 
for six bucks. Like five ninety nine. That was on sale. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like I the last time I bought bacon, it was like I think it was two fifty or three dollars. I think it was like three dollars and then the great value was like two dollars. Or maybe it was the other way around. It was three dollars for great value and the like harvest. I can't remember that brand. It's Harvest something. They make like the thick peppered bacon stuff. So good. But I think that was like five fifty, five bucks, maybe. Like for the big that's the premium bacon. But this was just regular ass shitty breakfast bacon. Really basic shit. And yeah, it was like six bucks. I'm like, holy shit. And then, like, the butter, there's the butter, the blocks of butter, like, just the standard blocks of butter, they're, like, six bucks now, too. And I'm like, what is going on? It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, this whole, and again, people are saying it's supply chain, people are saying it's, it's inflation from the liberal government, which I would believe that, because they like to spend, like, no other, so I'm really hoping that, like, this new guy for the conservatives, Pierre Polievre, uh, I, I hope he gets in and I hope he, I hope he sticks to his guns and actually changes things. Cause look guys, like I don't, I don't want, I always, it's funny. Cause I always say, I don't want to get political on this show or like, like don't get, I don't want to get too political, like heated arguments with guests or people or anything, but, um, it always ends up. It always ends up as a topic for me because, but but the thing is, I don't care because you know what? It is my podcast at the end of the day, and I'll talk about whatever I want, and I don't talk about politics um, to start a fight. I don't. That's how politics has evolved, thanks to like Twitter and shit like that. But like, I don't talk about politics to start fights. I talk about politics because I want to see. Because I care, and I want to see a real change in the world. Because I have children, and they have to live in this world too. So, and right now, like it's just it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. Like people are barely getting by. You know, like if you make if you're like me and you make between forty to fifty k a year, in that range, you're struggling. Like you know, if you have a if you have a, you know, like like I've t- I've said it a hundred times, I have a fucking, you know, I have a trailer. It was like ninety thousand dollars when we bought it, and it's worth like thirty k now. But yeah, that's like not a high end home by any means. Very modest home. <laughs> it's a fucking trailer, fuck six. And then I have you know the twenty seventeen Pacifica, which is again it was I bought it used. It's a very modest vehicle, like 25K, but I have the extended warranty, so it's, you know, it's reliable. Like, it's a reliable vehicle that I don't have to worry about, you know, breaking down all the time. So, but like, for people, for people that, you know, don't have the things that I had already, for, for, for you to be able to go out and eat once in a while and, you know, do other things other than just survive. They basically expect you at this point to eat garbage 
live in like a basement suite or a fucking rent a room and then drive like a busted up piece of shit. You know, that's what they expect for people making 40 to 50 K a year. And it never used to be like that. It used to be like, you could, you know, 40 to 50 K a year, you could live, you know, you can go out, do some things. And this isn't like, I'm not like glory days in it. I'm only 30 fucking years old myself. You know, I'm not glory days in it. Like, I'm not a boomer going like, oh, I remember the fucking gold rush. Those are the fucking days. You know? No, I'm just like, literally, this is like 2012. I'm I'm remembering like 2012, 2015, where I felt like I was living more lavishly back then. And, And I was making less money. That's the ironic thing. But like, it's just like nowadays, it's like, fuck, you're barely scraping by. And every day's a struggle. And I just, you know, and I mean, every, every, you know, and I don't know if anybody at my work listens to this or whatever, but, you know, that's fine if they do. I, I don't, I, I encourage everybody to listen. It's fun. But the truth of the matter is that, like, I'm not making enough money on my job. And I think, you know, I don't think anybody is. It's just, and that's the scary thing about inflation, man, is that everything goes up. But the only thing that doesn't go up is wages. Like, wages never seem to go up. And it just, it fucking, it really does bug me. It it bugs me that, you know, there's a select, there's obviously a select group of people. And it's funny because I'm on both sides of the fence, right? I, I'm not against the wealthy. I think people can work hard and they can amount, they can amass a great wealth. And that's fine. And anybody who says that Elon Musk and stuff, people like that, they don't pay any taxes. Like, you're just full of shit. Like, like Elon Musk, for example, I don't know about I don't I don't know about Bezos to be honest, but Elon Musk openly said that how much he paid in taxes. It was like it was a ridiculous amount of taxes. I think it was something like twelve bill, like twelve billion something like that. I can't remember, but it was a ridiculous amount of taxes. And so, like people who say like he doesn't, like they don't you know, tax the rich and stuff. Believe me when I say they're getting taxed. If you guys look at the tax brackets, the tax brackets are fucking, like, on the wealthiest percent, some of them are up to 65%. It depends on where you are. It depends on the province and the state, if you're in the states, and, you know, there's lots of different tax codes and tax. And, of course, there's write-offs. Like, companies are going to write off what they can because that's... You would do the same thing. If you could write off anything on your taxes, you would. And you could and you should. Like, if there's anything that I use for work, like if there's anything that I buy specifically for work, I could tax write off it. Kind of interesting that way. So... I think it's important for people to know that it's 
it's it, it does go both ways and it's I I think what a better option would be uh would be to not tax the middle and poorer. Don't tax them as much. Like when I look at my pay statements and I'm paying well over a quarter of my check to the government, that sickens me. That's gross. Because what I pay to the government is a drop. Again, it's a drop in the bucket compared to like Elon Musk paid uh, paying $12 billion. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. So I'm okay with, you know, hi- like higher tax rates for richer people. But, not- but even then it's like, what happens if you make it big? What happens when you start being successful and you start making more money, you know, you're going to figure out a way to not pay 65% taxes. That's bullshit. Think about that. Like, I can't remember what podcast I was watching. Ah, fuck. I can't remember what it was. But the one guy was saying he made, he did the one TV show or something. And he made, shit, who was it? I can't remember, but he made like, I think he made like close to a million dollars or something off this TV show, but he got into like that 60% tax rate, 65%. So just do some quick math. How much is that for a million? Guys, that's $650,000 out of that million. So, and, and don't get me wrong, 350, you know, like $350,000 is still a lot of money. That's still a good chunk of change, as they say. I would definitely take that any year. But that's not a million dollars, is it? So, again, it, the whole tax the rich thing. I get it. I get where people are coming from. It's because these people are fucking rich and they think they should, you know. A lot of it comes down... The the, the cold hard fact of it is that a lot of it just comes down to jealousy. It, and that's that's just me being honest. That's what I see. It comes down to people being jealous that people are making money and they're successful. And I, I get it. I do. I get it too. Because I've been like that before in the past too. I've been, you know, pissed off. I've been jealous. But the truth is, it's like, yeah, maybe they were lucky. Maybe they're naturally gifted, you know. Or maybe they just worked really fucking hard for it, you know. You you really don't know at the end of the day. And either way, either way, they got rich. It doesn't help you to put them down for it. All it does is give you anxiety and makes you pissed off. Guess what? At the end of the day, guys, you yelling at somebody on Twitter that makes a million dollars doesn't do anything for them. They don't even fucking look at it. They don't give a fuck about you. All that does is it makes you look weak and it pisses you off. That's all it does. That's why I learned long ago to stop doing that. Stop doing that. I was probably like 25 years old when I figured that out. 
when I figured out to stop stop commenting negativity online. It just it doesn't help anybody. But either way, to get back to what I was saying was I think they need to I think that they need to kind of marginalize the tax rate and give tax breaks for the medium and lower class. Because the way it is set up right now, it really is set up in such a way for the big corporation, like the richest of the rich, to get richer and the poor to get poorer. It is set up that way. I'm not going to deny that. The game is rigged. But I do think also with hard work and determination, um, people can lift themselves out of poverty. People can get out of it. But ultimately, what's going on right now is not helping anybody. And that's why I'm on here complaining about it because I do want to better my life. I'm trying. I'm looking into education, possibly. I'm looking into other, you know, opportunities, other pathways. Um, because I do want to, I, I want to help myself. I want to grow as a person. I want to learn new skills and I want to monetize those skills, you know? And, but, but, I, but what I'm talking about is the fundamentals of humanity, uh, when it comes to government. Cause you know what? Not everybody has, as, I have aspirations to be, to be more than I am. I do. But a lot of people, honestly, they don't. There's a lot of people that are okay with just existing, just going with the flow, you know? As long as they're just chill, they, you know, they're chill. They have, you know, their video games or their books or their, uh, you know, their television show, whatever. And they just want to chill and have a good time in life. You know, maybe have some drinks from time to time or have kids or something. Maybe, you know, being a being a parent, that might be their ultimate aspiration, you know. Everybody's entitled to their own their own level of like consciousness, you know? Like people can whatever makes you happy in life, I think that's what people should do and people should strive for. Uh but I uh, but having said that, the ultimate truth is that People in this world, that doesn't cut it. You need to make money to survive. So, but I think, I think personally that anybody working a modest job should be able to live for Christ's sake. You should be able to live in a modest home. You should be able to, uh, to have a modest vehicle. that's not going to shit the bed all the time. Again, I've told you guys this a hundred times. I'm not in a fucking castle and I'm not in fucking Vlad Tepesh's castle with fucking all the fixings and a moat and a, you know, diamond gateway. You know, I'm in a fucking trailer. I'm not in a fucking SRT Hellcat. I'm not in a Dodge Demon. I'm not in a Corvette. I'm not in a... I'm not in a Bugatti Varen, you know? I'm, I'm not in any luxury. I drive a fucking van. But I'm still struggling. So, and the one argument that I think is wrong that I see people saying all the time is, you know, they always say, well, don't live beyond your means. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. 
did shelter, food, and transportation, was that living beyond my means? It goes back to what I said before, where people were saying like, uh, what I was saying before, where it was like, you know, people are forced to live in like, like it's like the way the countries run. Somebody making 20 plus bucks an hour to to ha- to be able to go out and do things that they want, they have to live in like a fucking one bedroom apartment, or they have to live in like a basement suite, or rent a room, and have a shitbag car. Like that's the only way to save money at all. It, it, and that to me is just insane. And all this shit that happens, you know, between the government shit, and I'm not I'm not saying that government stuff happened to everybody. But I'm sure it's happened to a few people. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has to repay that CERB. And, you know, it's just, you know, all the price of food, the price of gas. Don't even get me fucking started on gas. Like, holy fuck. The idea that gasoline right now is like a dollar sixty, And that's like $1.60 has been cheap. It's been up to upwards of like a dollar eighty. That's a liter. I don't know what it was per gallon in uh, America, but up here we do the old leaders. So, you know, and let me tell you, $1.60 is fucking expensive. And diesel, if you if you own a diesel, just rip. Like, that's all I could say. Rip the fucking dream because you're pretty much priced out of your vehicle. The diesel at one point was over $2. It was ridiculous. The mystical water. Um, what? Yeah, but anyways. So I don't know. I this has kind of been a rambly podcast so far, but I'm just I don't know. I'm just a dude, and I'm just talking about things that uh, matter to me. And when I, you know, when it goes back to the whole the whole liberal thing, uh Again, I know it's like it's like a meme. It's like Trump in, like making fun of Trump was like a meme in America, and it's the same in Canada. Making fun of Trudeau is like a fucking meme at this point. But the honest to god truth is that I cannot think of anything that that guy has done good. And I mean, the weed legalization, I agree with. I think that was a good. That was a definitely a step forward for the country. Um, but. Ultimately, I, I I don't know. It's it's not enough to it, it. It wasn't big enough to make me like the guy. I just think he's had so much scandals, and I think he truly is like a humanitarian. But he just doesn't. He doesn't get it. You know. He just I don't know. He's he's off. You know. He just it's a classic liberal thing. They like to spend way too much, and unfortunately, we've had. A lot of overinflated prices because of that. And you know what, guys? Look. Look. I'm glad that he, you know, is celebrating all the holidays of the world. Like the Hindu holidays and the, you know, whatever. All the Native stuff, like Native Americans. They, you know, they always talk about all those holidays and all that stuff. And... That's so great that they, you know, they're being inclusive to those people in Canada. That's great. That's wonderful. 
and you know the whole like you know gay rights is good and you know you know all that's all that inclusive shit that they're doing it's you know it's great but look guys you know what's even better though than fake wokeness affordable housing um affordable groceries affordable gas because guess what i'll take that over inclusivity any day you know because all ultimately i i don't know what people are talking about when people talk about people being like not inclusive and all that stuff i don't understand what the fuck they're talking about because i don't know how anybody could be more inclusive look the truth is there's some racist assholes out there and they're going to be racist assholes whether we have a fucking national, you know, whatever the holidays are, whether we announce them or not, those guys are still going to be racist. They're still going to be bags of shit. We're not going to change their mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? But guess what? If we get things going in Canada... We get our economy back. We start, instead of buying Saudi oil, like a dumb fucking Canuck he is, we start, you know, producing and doing shit in Canada, stop exporting all of our shit out, and buying oil, you know, again, from across the seas. Maybe we could get our own economy, and then all these new immigrants coming in, you know, they'll have some nice affordable housing to go into. You know, I, I, I would take that over inclusivity any day. All right. Because guess what? At the end of the day, being inclusive is not going to pay your bills. Being inclusive is not going to make you a better person, believe it or not. Being and being inclusive is not going to stop inflation. <laughs> you know, it's just it's again, guys, it's. Again, I can't overstate this. I'm glad that we're being inclusive and people are being more tolerant of other people. I'm glad. That is a good thing. But it goes back to my whole argument about whole all the transgender shit, all that stuff, anything. Just let people do what they do and leave them alone. That's it. Let people do what they want as long as they're not hurting anybody. But the moment the government steps in to tell anybody what to do or how to do it, then you're going to fucking get shit going and it's going to fucking have a downhill spiral. And that's what we're seeing in the fucking Canada of today. You know, it's all, it's all going downhill because... They're doing all the spending and all these programs for all this shit that shouldn't even be a thing. We shouldn't be teaching our kids about transgenderism or, or sexuality in general. You should be teaching them math and physics. And, you know, gym's a good one, too, for kids. Uh, you know, history, all that stuff. That's what, that's what they should be teaching kids is... You know, all the stuff we learned, the good stuff. 
you know, I'm sure there's some stuff they can cut for the program that was useless, but, but, uh, like all these stupid classes like gender studies and, and then like the, the, uh, elementary schools are teaching kids like the gender unicorn and shit like that. Like it's literally this cartoon unicorn and you essentially write to your teacher what you'd want to be called like what your pronouns are what your you know what you want to be called and all this stuff it's like uh, where when it comes to all this woke stuff and this inclusive inclusive stuff it it's just gone too far in in my opinion in my humble opinion in my humble coronate and prairie opinion it's gone too far we just need to, you know, we need to chill on that whole thing. But again, and it's weird because this does go full circle for me because I think it also goes the other way where I think we need to separate the church from the state because the church used to be a big deal, right? The church used to be, the reason the church was so big was because it was a gathering place for people and that's where people would commune. But now thanks to the internet, People are more connected than ever and cell phones and everything. People can communicate, no problem. Facebook, we see each other every day in one form or another. So we don't need to gather on Sunday at a church. Church has become obsolete. It really has. In in the modern Western world, church has become obsolete. Like just look around you. Look at you and your friends alive today. How many of you go to church? I'll bet you you don't know where one person that goes to church. And if you do, they're fucking old. Like, ultimately, the church is just kind of a dying concept at this point. And yeah, yeah, you can still have faith. Just because the church itself is dying doesn't mean you can't have faith. But what I'm saying is, like, that stuff needs to stay out of school, too. You know, because I, you know, I've seen, you know, kids go to, you know, as opposed to public school, they'll go to the, the Christian school or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's, I've seen some of the worksheets and stuff and it's, you know, all about like Jesus, this and Jesus, that, and all this stuff. It's like, Holy shit. They're still teaching kids. This, what the hell, what year is it? But I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things. So I don't know. I hate to be, again, I hate to be a bummer. I feel like I've been like a bummer the last couple episodes where I've been solo. You see, the problem is when I'm solo, I get in my own head too much, but, but I don't know. It, no, it's just stuff that I've been going through lately. And I just, I, I don't think, I just think that we, uh, we as a nation need to stop. Again, I think we can be inclusive, just be inclusive, be nice people. That's all you got to do. We don't need to have government spending for this shit. You know, it's again, it's great that we're inclusive, but you know, it'd be nicer if I could buy a house. That'd be nice. It would be nice if I could stock my fucking house full of food and not worry about the price tag. You know, it'd be nice. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> I, I thought I had a third thing there, but I didn't. But. Yeah, like I said, it just, you know, 
I, I, I don't think it's unrealistic for people, you know, who are working a modest job. And this even goes for like retail workers, you know, uh, retail workers or, you know, store workers like Walmart, Superstore, stuff like that. You know, as long as you're an adult working full time, you should be able to, like, you should be able to live on your own comfortably and not just that but you should be able to go out you know go out for a bite to eat a couple nights a week or something or one night a week even you know and go play pool go to the anywhere you know what i mean but it's just like i don't know like lately it's just been a fucking roller coaster for me of like you know like, after the fucking mortgage is paid, you know, after the mortgage is paid, the car is paid, you know, I pay for my kids and my, all that stuff, you know, it's just like, I got nothing left right now, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I mean, it, it sucks, but it's reality, like, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Again, I know at this point, like, there's not a huge audience for the podcast, but I, I, I don't like, I don't like bombing anybody out, but, <laughs> but I'm just trying to be honest because I think that's, I've said this before a hundred times, but I think honesty is a good, it's the number one thing. If you can't be honest, then you don't really have much past that. Honesty, honesty is the best policy. <laughs> But, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's like I said, it's just, I'm not living. I've went to this minimalist lifestyle where I'm really not buying anything. I'm just kind of existing right now. It's kind of like, I don't know if I want to, you know, get a new job or, you know, get some more schooling. Like, I just feel like I have to climb the ranks somehow and make more money. Because not only for myself, but again, for my kids, that's the biggest thing for me is my kids. You know, it's one thing for me to suffer alone. That doesn't bother me as much, you know, because it's just me. But I have, I have kids to look out for. I have kids to look after. I, I have to, you know, it's just one of those things. And it's, it's very frustrating to me seeing how, you know, a guy making a pretty modest wage who puts in the work every day, you know, Monday to Friday, every day I'm at work, every day I'm slinging my fucking back out a little bit more, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are doing the same thing as me, but you're getting fucking fuck all for it. And like I said, we're getting raped at the grocery store. We're getting, you know, we're just getting destroyed everywhere. And it's just like, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully something happens because, and I'll keep you updated on the whole Serb thing. So it's just, it's one thing. And I talked to my buddy, Justin, friend of the podcast, uh, Sword Kira, talked to him about it briefly, about how, you know, it's just like, it's ridiculous that I, it, we we 
we always like to have fun with the like the simulation theory, right? The the fact that we might be in a simulation. It's it's one of those like uh, conspiracy theories slash might be real theories. I don't know. I'm Jesse Ventura, and this is conspiracy theory. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like one of those you know the simulation theory. Look it up if you haven't heard about it. But it's the idea that we're living in a simulation. But but I, I and it, it's moments like this that make me think we are in a simulation because it's it's like it's almost like a joke, right? Because whenever I get ahead a little bit in life, or or like I I feel like I'm figuring things out, or I, I you know maybe I have a little extra spending cash or something like that. I'm like, holy fuck, what happened? Uh, it gets fucking ripped out of my hands, and you know. With a big middle finger going, no, fuck you. This happens. You know, if it's not this, it's, you know, it'll be something like that. And then, and then the government will be like, oh, no, you, I, I know, I know things are starting to pick up. You're doing okay. But here's two grand that you owe us, bitch. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how I feel about that. It's, again, it's, it's probably not uh, a just cause for, uh, simulation theory but it's again it's just kind of a thing we like to f- play around with uh, and I was saying it's funny because he sees he feels the same way too whenever he'll get ahead on something something will drastically go back go wrong and it's like I don't know but anyways I, I feel like I'm droning on at this point I, I didn't realize I would be Um, I didn't realize I'd be I'd be uh Uh, sorry, I'm losing my words here. I I didn't realize I'd be droning on for so long. I'm I'm actually really in my head right now. It's kind of funny because I'm like I'm like thinking about the go- the whole government thing and repaying them. So I'm like, Ugh. so I better just end the podcast here. <laughs> um, I I did have a few things that I was gonna get to, but I'll probably just I'll put them on a back burner for next week. Uh, with Ryan, so we'll we'll talk about that stuff next week. So I'm sorry I got a little bit political in this. Um, it does happen though. It's again, like I said, I just I ultimately I just care and I want everybody. I think the most important thing again, inclusive inclusivity is good, guys. It is, and I'm glad Mr. Trudeau is able to provide that. But I think the cost of living going drastically down would be better. Way better. Wouldn't you wouldn't you much rather have that? If there's anybody listening that's that's a hardcore lefty, like a hardcore I don't even like to say liberal because Old school liberals are way different than Justin Trudeau, like traditional liberals, but he's just fucking left-wing extremist, I guess you could say. I don't know. Turn the frogs gay. But yeah, he's just, I don't know. Any of you guys that support him, if, like I said, if, what would you choose? Would you choose like gender neutral bathrooms and, you know inclusive posts and 
making sure marketing is geared towards, you know, inclusive groups or, or, uh, minorities, you know, would you rather have that kind of targeted ads and stuff like that? That's essentially glorified pandering, or would you rather have affordable health care, like good health care? I know we have the free health care up here, but no health care is quote unquote free. There are still prices to be paid. They'll have to pay for a lot of things, um, like the dentist and shit like that. So I don't like to say it's free in Canada, but either way, you know, affordable, good, good health care, affordable housing affordable groceries, affordable homes. I think those are better goals, personally. And I would choose those every day of the week. So, I don't know. Here's to hoping. Hopefully next week's a little bit more upbeat. But what can I say? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just talk about what I talk about, and that's how I go. (laughs) So... Thanks, guys, for watching, and don't forget to follow the podcast on all social media, and don't forget to check out Ryan on Twitch. That's at twitch.tv, uh, twitch.tv slash the underscore Houster, and you can check me out on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash codemanliness, C-O-D-E-M-A-N. Linus, L-Y-N-E-S-S. Thank you. And there are talks. We are in talks right now of, um, I'm, well, not we. It's not, it's just me. I'm in talks with uh, getting a couple guests lined up. So hopefully it works out. And I'm still waiting on a new RAM for my computer. I'd like to wait till I get that RAM before I schedule guests because I would hate have a guest on and then my computer blue screens on me but (laughs) either way (laughs) uh thank you guys for watching again and i will see you guys in the next episode peace